Okay, what up, light listeners, and welcome to another show, episode 52, um, with myself, Ben. And Josh. Where, as usual, we will shine a light on the news from an understandably quiet past week, given that it's Christmas, so might be a shorter show today. Um, but to kick off, how was your Christmas? It was alright. It was nice and quiet. I spent time with my family. Um, didn't really do much. I was home quite early as well, because I'm not driving, so my sister had to drop me home. So I was home by um, half seven um, to find another, another car parked in my driveway, which had um, crashed into the side of our fence, in the front of, not my <coughs> fence, but the, the, nice the, the, the front of my cul-de-sac, and then um, hidden their car in my parking spot, <laughs> which the front of the car, the front of the car is totally written off. And other than that, it's been a nice, quiet Christmas, a nice um, time to catch up and me see friends and family. How was yours? Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was quiet, to be fair. I went went home. I was there. I was only there for like, I went back on Christmas Eve, spent the afternoon with my sisters and mum. Then Christmas Day, I didn't eat half as much as I normally do, which is good because normally I come back, I'm like five kilos. I put, legit, I would usually put on like four kilos. I put on one, uh-huh. I think, here. So, um, yeah, and then I came back on, what, day after Boxing Day. Um so I'm feeling like I've been off work for too long now, like because I finished. I I've been off for like a week and a half already. Yeah. So I've got another week off. So now I'm just gonna like, yeah, I just need to get my head back down to stuff. I've I've super just binged on documentaries and Netflix, um, which in fact we might as well just start off with this. So we we spoke about it briefly before. So obviously I watched that Bird Box yesterday, and I still don't. <laughs> I I mean, the, the memes are funny out of it. Yeah, cool. I even saw the ones after the Arsenal spanking yesterday of Arsenal a bird box and Firmino bird box because I think he scored a no-look goal, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so that was on there. But if, I, I just, I, I still, I just can't for the life of me get my head around why everybody is in, so enthralled by it. Like, and just doesn't get the whole thing. Like, yeah, it, it, this is what Netflix do. They've hit you with a viral film with a stellar cast at Christmas where you're all watching stuff and then everybody's going oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so deep and meaningful no it's fucking not like <laughs> it's got lots of room for interpretation but it's just not really that good like it reminded me of um, is it The Happening that yeah. was there before which is basically oh, Mike Wahlberg's Mike Wahlberg's crap version of it it's the same exact thing if you, if, uh, there's another film it copied um, it's called A Quiet Place it came out earlier this year it's a very good horror film um, and it's The Quiet Place is that they have to really really quiet or the bag, the monsters get them. The bag, get them. So it's kind of a copy of that. I think what happened with this is the viral marketing. So before anyone has seen the film, a lot of people had seen the film. I could start creating memes about it, like you know, a bit like Get Out. So Get Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The memes. Yeah, and the difference is Get Out was good. Yeah. Before you get the memes, and then once you get the memes, and then so people start writing think pieces about it, and then people are like, okay, what's what's most people when they first saw the ads, they're like, okay, Bird Box. Uh, I'll, I'll get around to watching it but then when people start talking about it everyone's like it's a fear of missing out and it? it's like oh what's the, why is it so good let me see why it's so good and then you watch it it's like okay it's not well like mine that. wasn't even because it wasn't a fear of missing out it was more a let me just see if this is as good as people so it wasn't a fear of missing out it was, it was more okay let me see if this is really as in depth as that and when I watched it maybe when that happens as well it makes it I remember I watched um, 
the inside man before and my girlfriend at the time said to me oh yeah the, the twist at the end it's got a brilliant twist so me and my friend went to watch her and we're thinking about all the sick twists that could happen at the end of her and then in the end it comes up and actually it's quite a good twist but because I'd spent the whole film thinking about all these different scenarios that could end out I, I came out feeling shortchanged I was like that's a bit crap and then when I watched it back I was like actually no it's really good but I set the frame of reference too high but yeah. this I was just like it's not even it's not even setting the frame of reference too high. They, they leave it so open that you can, it, from that point of view, it's good and it's done what it's supposed to do. Um, so I can't be critical of it hitting its intentions, but it's just not some critical masterpiece that everybody's making it out to be. The only thing I can think of, so before the podcast started, we were discussing it and I was saying, um, from, Netflix, from Netflix's point of view, um, so Bird Box has had 45 million views in the first seven days worldwide um, which is quite which is a lot of viewers um, the only thing I can think of in Netflix benefit is that it, it forces people to go and sign up for Netflix that wouldn't normally have Netflix because some people would have the fear of missing out they would say oh I'm signing up for Netflix oh is that film on there let me sign up for Netflix so it kind of like gets people to, gets people to sign up to um, their streaming site but Plus, yeah. it, but well, it's a way to their addiction as well. And like, you get because you up get one, and then it says, "Oh, you watch this, so you can watch this." And then you're like, "Oh yeah, Netflix becomes life." And their three month period, the trial period, which is usually like ninety nine p or something, yeah. then you just roll over for that. So they've got more. So I get why they're doing. It. I get it completely. I'm not actually critical of Netflix for. I'm not even critical of the director for. I think I'm critical of people's responses to it. <laughs> like, just why are you making this sound so good when it's just it's just not. Um, if I hadn't watched it on the cross train, I would have been pissed because. At least it meant I was using the time productively. If I just straight out, I felt like I'd shortchanged myself of two hours. Okay. And it was one of those films which takes loads of time to build up, and then the climax happens like super quick. Yeah. Um, I did say to a friend that I was like, "But the black guy didn't die first for once. <laughs> like he did die, but he didn't. Sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah. But um, <laughs> um, but he, he wasn't the first one to go. But it was yeah. It was just it was like a bad episode of Black Mirror. Mm. So. Uh, yeah, anybody who's who hasn't watched, I didn't give too much away there. To be fair, you can't. You ha- it's consequential that you have to know. There are more than one black guy in the film, anyway. and you you obviously know <laughs> that everybody dies because it starts with just the three of them. Um, but yeah, it's, I personally cannot advise or recommend that as you one for anybody. Um, enter at your own peril, I would say. Um, but that said, so yeah, where can we go on this week? So the so there's not really there's much well there's nothing really about Brexit because obviously Parliament and the Cabinet kind of sat down until the seventh. Um, Jeremy Corbyn is suggesting they should come back and have the vote this week. I don't really think it makes any difference, to be honest. Uh, so I don't think we're going to see anything this week. I don't think anything will happen until it comes out. But I did see, there was a wonderful irony. I can't remember who pointed out. Did you see, I posted a thing on here that we're going to spend $108 million on ferries to support potential delays at Dover. Mm. Um, the Department of Transport pointed out something that seems relatively straightforward to me, is that you can distribute people as much as you want and boats ferries as much as you want you can't get around the fact that you still have to go through the customs arrangement mm. so it's like just creating a more efficient queue at the same size door you can still only fit so many people through at the same time right but somebody I, I can't remember who it was in this article pointed out a wonderful irony of it so out of this 107 million 46.6 million is going to a French company 47.3 million is going to a Danish company 13.8 million is going to a British company it's almost it's almost like a perfect depiction of Brexit mm. that we will leave and the EU will still end up with the majority of spending the money and we will end up with it <laughs> 
Stupid. Um, I saw a story, so it's, it's Christmas time, and normally around Christmas time, people would be going to um, the high street and spending money in the high street. Um, two stories are linked there. Um, so yesterday was announced that um, HMV are going into administration. I think it was Friday, wasn't it? The Friday, um, they announced. So they're winding up. So HMV, when I was, when I was not a teenager, I was in my early 20s, I would, and teenager, I would go to HMV all the time. Around Christmas, I would go to HMV, I'd buy people DVDs. Buy my people sister got a CD for Christmas. Did she? <laughs> and you can't even imagine my mine and her boyfriend's face. We looked at, we both kind of looked at it and laughed like, what? A where, CD? Where would you play it? I haven't got a CD. I don't know. Just, I, I just looked at it, I was like, what? This People still buy CDs. Yeah, like, I was like, and someone gave me a CD player, I was thinking they would, I thought, where would you play it? Like, must be on my laptop. I don't see most nice laptops don't have them. You have to get external. I, I, um, I have one there. Wow, yours is old. I don't, I don't have one. I don't have one. You have one? No. I have one. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so HMV's gone into administration. Um, they're saying that um, people will be able to, um, HMV will be able to honour their gift cards. Who would buy it? <laughs> who would buy oh yeah but people are on their gift cards as long as the shops are, st- are still trading H- um, KPMG who are dealing who are the administrators for H&V it goes in hand in hand with um, shop f- the number of people that have gone to the shops this year has fallen while well, Amazon have posted record figures for December for um, trading to be fair the figures on uh, HMV were not actually that bad so as a, from an operational perspective they um, so they represent 31% of all physical copies sold in 2018 for for music and 23% of DVDs um, but the overall it's, it's going to to be fair as well by the way because this is the second time they've gone into administration in six years and when they did it last time round um, when they got bought out they changed the HMV store into in Oxford Street from HMV to his master's voice and until they did that I didn't know that that was what HMV stood for I didn't know that no no not okay. until they did that um, no, I mean not from this story I mean when they changed it when they first went into yeah. administration I was like right I didn't even know that that's what it was um, but they just they've not kept up with it I don't understand how they haven't made any kind of shift change. Do you know the easiest thing they could do is just let themselves get bought out by Amazon and Amazon use them as a distribution point. Yeah. Like and but they they didn't change their business model whatsoever. Like you're still selling music. Nobody's buying music anymore, guys. Mm. You're selling DVDs that people can get in any supermarket nowadays or any other store. You don't you don't specify in any area or niche at the moment. It's a surprise to me that they've lasted this long to be honest i we've just spoke about it there i can't imagine anybody going in to buy um cds i don't think they've increased improved their distribution network I they, they I haven't got any kind of streaming that they allow i don't know why people, <clears throat> people still buy dvds i, I just I, haven't, I don't even buy dvds anymore i haven't bought a dvd since what last five years maybe last five years probably even more than that i haven't bought a dvd in ages um, I'm confused why other people would buy DVDs when you can get streaming so quickly and you can stream films you save you space um, yeah but in relation to, you also post a story um, here where councils are um, planning to save the high street by funding um, local malls well I'm just wondering where's the where's the value in this this model here right I get what they're trying to do so they're trying to keep do we just need to find more effective ways to use the areas that are set up? Because I was thinking about this. So, because I went back to Ipswich the other day and I ran and they put some stupid, mon- like, fake mini monument thing up in the the centre of town. 
And I said, all it does is draw my attention to the fact that you've got a big vacant store that for, for as long as I can remember was always a card store, like Clinton Cards, and then it changed to another card store. <clears throat> and now apparently they're changing it to a prep. And I'm like, maybe you should just focus more on that. It would be better for your economy if you just focus on building these areas of collaboration. Because nowadays, people use like a Starbucks and a prep as areas of meeting or areas of work, right? There's only so much value you can get in replacing these. It's difficult it is for businesses to hear. There's only so much value you can get from replacing them with new businesses. But also, I think a bit councils have for a long time had short have had short term um, short term gains plans because of most times the reason why businesses fall out a bit. Um, collapse on high streets. It's not because they're not trading well, not making money. It's because of the business rates are so high that. Like, like you see, you saw the issues with um, House of Fraser where the business rates are so high, it forced them into the nutrition. Same from other businesses. When you see like Sadiq Khan coming out, coming out last week saying that he's going to raise business rates even more in London, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. If you raise business rates in London for small businesses, you're going to force them to go out of business because if they can't afford to pay those rates, then that's, it's just it, it, it's short. It's a it's a short term gain for a long for a long-term pain where you're saying well we're going to put business rates up but then business are saying to you business rates are already too, are, are too high as it is and then now you're saying okay well what we're going to do we're going to start we're going to start funding we're going to start um, investing into more so i'm like that doesn't make any sense the best thing to do is reduce business rates get more small businesses trading onto the high street create um get people to go get make the high street more of an experience um you get people more I, I think to be honest you need to make it more flexible for pop-ups because they're the only things that work yeah. nowadays right they're the only things that get in business and allow easy areas and restore spaces where people can just have a six-month pop-up and go yeah because that, that that does build on right you've got the FOMO the fear of missing out so you just say right actually I want to get in there when I can get it done because it works down here but they don't do it elsewhere because yeah. otherwise all that happens is you just replace one it'll be one clothing shop with another clothing mm. line and it's not it, the thing is, we see the challenges that you face in London, but it's completely magnified further out than that because at least in London, you're getting people to send on here from all around the world. When you're doing it in small towns, legitimately, they just close stores down and they can't replace them with anything. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, at, at some point, it's, like, it's, it's the, we're all just, it's, it's us continually trying to get our heads around why you can't run an old school model in a world that is continually more digital and um, online. I mean, I said to you yesterday, I went to West End. My dear lord that was just so horrible I, I hate it i hated it hated it hated it and this week i have literally spent every day i bought at least two purchases on asos and usually at different points in time so they get delivered under different deliveries i'm just like oh look sale click buy done got face recognition on my phone now so that makes it even faster than it was before dangerously faster than it was before um and going into the stores I'm just like, I can't be bothered. Even when I went in, and you mentioned about the sales in Zara, I was like, yeah, I saw the sales, but I just couldn't be dealing with looking at the queues and then having to pick up the stuff. So I just didn't deal with it. And then I, in the end, I've been there for about an hour and a half. I'm like, no, I'm getting out of here in 15 minutes. Went into one store and bought something and went into another store. They didn't have what I wanted. I'm getting on the tube and I'm going home. Like, <clears throat> All right, staying on the shoppers. Um, so most shoppers just... It's a, um, a story's come out with where most shoppers mistrust influencers, says survey. So, um, as I was saying about the, the new age of people shop, a lot of times people um, see stuff on, on um, sites, on social media apps like Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, where, so, where influencers, and I said that with um, hyphenated commas, um, influencers 
um, get clothes given to them by brands and um, companies to wear their clothes. And it's come out that the majority of uh, shoppers don't trust those social media influencers. Well, I put this on there because we had a bit brief chat in the WhatsApp group this week. I, I didn't have the chat. I wasn't partaking in it. Um, but <clears throat> it's funny because I don't fall for this. And I can't imagine any time that I ever would fall for this. Like, I don't click on... I don't click through stuff on Instagram to go and buy stuff anyway. Yeah. But also, <clears throat> there's no time that I see anybody... First off, when they changed it to say, oh, yeah, you have to say when you're getting doing a promotional ad, like, fucking hell, guys, if you can't add two and two together and make four, then you've got a bit of a problem anyway. It's pretty mm-hmm. obvious. Even prior to that, when they're explicit, it's pretty obvious that they are promoting a brand. To be honest to me, it didn't make any difference from it anyway. You're promoting a brand when you wear it out. The only difference here is you're getting paid for the click-throughs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that is what it is. But it shouldn't come as a surprise that then what people are promoting. The same with anything. Any advert in the world is biased to the product that it's selling. Mm-hmm. So I just... I don't quite understand people who do buy into the hype of what's going on, but we talked about it because you've got specific people who paint the perfect picture of themselves and then act like, oh yeah, this is the, 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 the worst ones you get, or at least the ones that I see, um, are jeans. Yeah. Jeans for women. Turn around, picture of the backside. Fashion over. Yes, yes. It's the one that I see all the time, thanks to fashion over jeans. Like, and then, and, and also, these have all been manipulated photos. There's one app that I saw in there when I was scrolling down and the ad popped up. Because I remember when, I, when I, I was on holiday, I showed it to a friend and I was like, oh my God, did you realize you could get this? And it's this app, but I think the one that I saw yesterday had a guy turn himself into Aquaman. It's this guy, it's just this fat guy in one photo and he gets an app which is like Photoshop on steroids where you click buttons and it gives you abs and it gives yeah. you muscles. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I mean, first off, why would anybody be doing that? Like, why would you even... I can't even imagine... But then, it it shows... It's, it's only fueled by the fact that you get a lot of people out there who are on their Instagram. I mean, I spoke to one guy who was there before. He's like, yeah, it's like a full-time job. I take, like, I've got like a thousand pictures on my phone this week. Because he takes like a hundred efforts to get one photo to post up, to put some cheesy fucking quote beside it, to paint his best life, which is full of bullshit. And then say, this is how I got there through X, Y, and Z easy routes. I'm just like, I don't understand how people get sold for it, man. It's like, still like, yeah, I world see of it. fakery. I see it because I do photography. I see it a lot. Um, I've, I've worked with a model before. And um, if you look at her, her current pictures, it looks like she's lost all the weight and her waist is incredibly small. But she's using Photoshop because her waist, no waist, nobody's waist is that, as, is as small as that. There's one picture where she, she, um, shrunk her waist so much that it made her boobs look like a triangles because it's it, it just looks it's like, out with the angles yeah, dude <laughs> angles. It's, just, it's ridiculous I think there's a lot of pressure on young people to look a certain way because they see so many so many images of, of um, perfect looking people and we spoke about that before like um, with the influence of the Kardashians and people want to look like them and people want to be like them so you see a lot of people um, going for unrealistic images yeah so I, I can understand why people don't believe um, believe. Also, you, you, you always get the pictures where people say, "This is how it looks on the model, and this is how it looks on me." <laughs> you see the you see where the, the girls um, they wear a, like a, a top where the boobs are um, like the girls' boobs are, are perfectly fitting into the to the dress, and when the other girl wears it, the boobs are either hanging out or the boobs are, are like all over the gaff. So um, false advertising that is yeah. rife. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, moving on. Um, cover some like, international news quickly. So Kim Jong Un has sent a letter to Seoul, to Seoul in South Korea, and asked for more summits in 2019. 
So we, this year we saw um, South Korea and North Korea's leaders come together and um, meet. And now um, Kim Jong-un's asked, um, in a rare letter he sent to South Korea's leaders, vowing to meet frequently with the South Korean president. Yeah, I mean, this is something we offer news. Huh? <laughs> even uh, This is something we offer news, not the fact that we included that, but that was even in here. Because even when you look at the reporting on that, I'm like, there's just nothing, nothing there's just nothing behind it. Yeah. I was like, it, it, I don't even really understand. Like, there's no, seems to be no ulterior motive. I think he's just finishing off the year saying, yeah, we are going on the right path. Um, it's, I think some degree of this is still optics. Like, it's, we want to get on the right path to denuclearization. There's a degree where you have to think that this is still some optics and they've got some stuff going on in the background. But um, that is what it is. And then out of China as well, yeah. well, out of the UK, we had the, the UK, we are the only people who are desperate enough from an economic perspective to still be considering having Huawei using our um, deploying their hardware for our 5G up, uh, upgrades and network. Everybody else has run away from them. Um, BT have said they don't want to use them. So there's the, the whole thing around cyber intrusion where they're saying that they're not connected to the Chinese government, but the Chinese laws suggest that anything that is almost IP in them or any IP owned by their companies can be kept by China to fuel their growth going forward, which is why everybody pulls out of it, yeah. right? Um, uh, unfortunately, because, uh, yeah, our economy is in such a shit state um, and we don't know what we're doing from Brexit point of view. I'm guessing we're probably saying, well, we better stay with these guys because <clears throat> we don't know who will do deals with us going forwards. Everybody, yeah. Australia, New Zealand, the US have already pulled out from using them. Um, you'd think that would give us a good enough sign, but yeah, we'll see. It just, every week is just, a, a, it's funny. I've never seen such a push against a technology company as I have with Huawei. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. And I'm staying on tech. Uh, so it's not really tech, is it? Um, looking at the BBC, BBC's um, BBC have come out and complained to Russia over staff leaks. So Russia have leaked a paper with um, a lot of confidential um, work, personal data for, for um, BBC reporters. For, at least the 44 um, BBC reporters had their data leaked by Russian um, websites. And BBC have come out and issued a formal complaint to Russia over the data leak. What's that going to do? Well, well, because Russia have come out and said, "Yeah, but you did it to us." But no, not really, because they they referenced some high level information about somebody who worked for Sputnik, I think it was, mm -hmm. uh, in their offices over in Scotland. But here, the reason that they should be a complaint about this is because we may have moved forward in time, but it's still dangerous to live in Russia and be against russian views and politics right yeah. so you don't want to be known as somebody who works in the media over there so this is why the they haven't said it explicitly in Finley, but it introduces it if you if you're a russian in the uk reporting russian news in the uk then you're not a danger of being kidnapped let's be brutally honest yeah. that you are potentially a danger of that in being in russia so yeah this was a bit of an egregious act by the uh, the russians in response to their um what they got charged last week was it for wasn't really clear for the um, reporting over. I think it was the the spy poisoning, um, and I think this is just their response to that. But yeah, I, if I was living over in Russia and I was one of those forty, I think it was forty people, I would be leaving. I'd be coming back home. I'd be because uh, they work for the BBC as well. So it's not like they work for yeah. a Russian company. I'll be straight on the phone to BBC saying I want to be stuck somewhere else in the world or come back home. I don't want to be here anymore. All right, some tech news. So, I mean, this week there was an outcry over a short-lived Instagram revamp. So this week... Oh my uh, God, this was the worst thing that I've ever seen. Yeah, so this week, um, Instagram, re Instagram released an, an up... They were doing a test 
for um, to, they usually do these tests. So I don't think they do a test. You don't think they do a test? I think that it's, it's so bad it that they've had to call it a test that was accidentally deployed further than it's supposed to be. Because I'm signed to um, I'm signed to Facebook beta beta, so I get Facebook updates for other people. So I usually get so I constantly see things coming and going on my Facebook. So you get the marketplace coming, it goes. I get things coming and going on my updates on my Facebook, um, and. So I'm used to seeing things, but um, this week I didn't get the update for Instagram. This week Instagram released a, a they said it was a test, a rolled out test where people could horizontally swipe. So there's no long, there's no there's no longer the vertical storyline um, timeline. It was now a horizontal timeline, which was more in line with the way um, Tinder works. So you swipe right for you if you like it. If you want to, if you want to like, well, no, it wasn't even that. It wasn't it wasn't, like that. I mean, so people compared it to Tinder, but it wasn't really like that. It was, it was, it was so bad. It, I was literally, I thought I would never use Instagram again after this. A lot of people were saying, and a lot of people deleted it. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't make me laugh um, because basically, what it is is you went into it, and if you scrolled down, then all you were doing was scrolling down to see all the comments on there, um, and then if you scroll to the right or the left, it, you know, that's just how you scroll through. So you could only see one at a time. Okay. You couldn't scroll. It, it, it was, it was so. It was so bad. I thought Instagram will go. Instagram will go out of business yeah, if they finished. if they maintain this. Like yes. literally, from an influence point of view, and people who monetize it, you would be fucked. Like yeah. straight up, because people would just run away from it, as they did. And then I have interest because I and then just for my own personal pleasure, I just started looking at it on Twitter, and everybody would just go mad. I had to look at it on Twitter anyway because I was like, is it just me who's getting this godforsaken update on there? Um, a lot of people are called for the the founders of it who left. To come, come back, back. Um, come back. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what was that? Only in 2018 could a company as large as Instagram release a new update and then receive such a backlash over it. It changed it back 20 minutes later. It wasn't 20 minutes. I think mine was lasted about an hour. Um, but they suggested, yeah, we were supposed to push this out to a little amount and we pushed it out far wider than we were supposed to. I think that's bullshit. Yeah. I think basically they thought we're just going to release this and it was that bad, that bad. Like they couldn't even take a Snapchat view on it when Snapchat released their update and they said we're sticking with it. This was that bad. Yeah. That and and to do a, ma- a rollback of that nature that quickly is no easy feat. Like the technology to roll it back is relatively inconsequential. Yeah. But to actually make the decision that quickly means that there are a lot of calls going to management saying dudes were fucked up here. Yeah. Like it was so so bad. I think it was Boxing Day that they released this. It was just I can't even. Ex- it's very. I'm very rarely lost for words. I'm not lost for complete words here, but it's hard to even find a descriptor for how bad that was. Yeah. Just literally worst user experience ever. Um, yeah. So they've learned their lesson there. If they ever go back towards that, I don't. Well, I don't think they've ever made that mistake again. I. If that had lasted more than a day, I think they would have lost a lot, a lot of people. Yeah, people, people have been always looking for what's the next, the next big app, social media app. And people have always, and and there has been outcry for a rival to um, Instagram because before you had so normally you've had rivals throughout time in on social media. So originally with Facebook, you, know, you had MySpace and Facebook beats MySpace, and then you had Twitter. Twitter's there to rival Facebook. If people, people like Facebook, they can go to Twitter. People don't like Twitter, they go Facebook. Instagram, there was Snapchat. Snapchat, people haven't really been using it. People usually use Instagram. People have been calling out for a rival to Instagram. There has been um, some some um, fake, fakers that have come out. You've had 500 pics. You've had um, the other one, that Vista, what's it called? It begins with V. came out last year, which, which was launched by... Um, oh, yeah. Zach Snyder. This, I, you, the, the thing is, you can't... Instagram is simplicity in its... Yeah. model right and you shouldn't break it once they introduce videos to smash down um snapchat and then they've introduced live and then they've got tv yes good do that 
add new features to it. Your basics of how you navigate around it, you don't need to change it. Yeah. It just doesn't need to be changed. Yeah, people can get a bit pissy when they go from putting it in uh, sequence mode to versus giving you the stuff which is more applicable to you. Yeah, the, those are minor changes, but they don't change my overall experience. They just change what I see. Um, but there's no need to fix something that is no in no way broken. And it's very difficult for anybody else to come into that market because it is so simplistic that there's nothing else to do. Actually, they just can leave it as it is. <clears throat> All right, and the final story of the week. So New, Year Rev- New Year's Rev- Revelers have been warned of a t- toxic, cheap vodka that could turn people blind. Blind, you know. <laughs> so uh, Revelers and shoppers have been advised to look out for telltale signs of counterfeit substances. So where are people buying alcohol? Because I buy my alcohol straight from places like Tesco or I buy it from a, a, a off-license. Yeah, but that's what they're talking about. You could get an off-license, which has basically just been given a bad batch by somebody else. The okay. off-license isn't trying to be deliberately um, harmful to you but okay. then they might just go and see well yeah we can buy this it's cheaper we can sell out some dodgy Polish or Russian vodka for example which is basically for all intents and purposes paint stripper um, <laughs> legitimately if it makes you go blind they were like in the worst instances you could die um, but to be fair in any the worst instances of anything you could die um, but yeah just be careful what you're drinking this Christmas people and I guess even so if you're going out to a party or something you don't know what people are buying from right mm. like uh, I'm not even are you, doing, are you doing anything for New Year's well I was supposed to be doing something and um, that got that got, got cancelled so I've, I need to I, I need to call around actually because I've, I've got I've been invited to a few house parties so I'm going to call around and see what's actually happening um, I, but I don't think I'll be drinking after my Christmas Christmas house party Christmas party work party <laughs> drinks me and alcohol haven't been really good friends when I'm on a holiday, I'll drink a cider, a cider, a cider, and it's not, it's not really going to make me sick. And on holiday, that doesn't really count. Like, yeah. it just doesn't, it just, like, goes down. It's like... Yeah, yeah, but, um, I mean, I probably aren't really friends at the moment, so I'm just going to see, I'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm legit not doing anything, man. I can't even be bothered. I was talking to somebody, I was like, look, when I live in London, if I want to go out, then I can go out any week of the year, and it'll cost me five times less than it's going to cost me on New Year's. You can club hop, which you can't do on New Year's anyway. I'm just, literally, last year was the first year I spent in. I'm probably going to do, legitimately just do straight up the same. This year, get up in the morning. I can, oh yeah, New Year, New Me. No, gym, as usual. What is it? Tuesday, taking the day off today, because I went out last night, but I did chest, because I was thinking, oh, I'm not going to get up early in in the morning. So I'm like, it's back day, so it's New Year's Day. It's shoulders day for me. Like, and so. yeah, we're saying that me and my um, girlfriend were saying new year, new me people are gonna are gonna join the gym. Yeah, fuck off, people. Like, <laughs> for Pete's sake, I hate January. Um, not that, just for that reason in the gym. Like, a fortune. Actually, I don't think it'll be this bad this year because they've updated our gym, so it's got more space and stuff. It's got more racks. Um, so I think that we should, it should be better than it has been on previous years. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, everybody comes in with the same thing. Somebody said to me, "What are your goals for 2019?" I was like, "I don't really set goals by year. Like, I might set them over a six month period, but they're not dependent on the net new year kicking in." Um, in fact, my new year starts today. I was like, "Yeah, for too too many too many time too much time off, man. Hmm. I just need to just get back down to business." All right, and then um, so story's done what have you been reading this week and what, so we, we talked about watching Bird Box um, I know you're going to watch the new Black Mirror Black Mirror is the new interactive one I watched it I didn't really enjoy it um, I'm not saying that, don't take people go and watch it don't take my word for it I don't well, say Black Mirror is, do you know what the funny thing is about Black Mirror it's, it's so polarised in the view of it because I don't understand 
I get a few people who are like, I've got some person who got about three series in. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to watch the rest. And I'm like, I find it because for me, it depends how deeply you want to look into it. I've always found it fast. I always find Black Mirror. The, the funny thing is, but you can't. I've never rewatched Black Mirror. Okay, I have. I've never gone back. I've never felt the need to go back and watch it because the first time I watched it round, I was paying attention to how he's trying to tie it into the challenges we face in real life. Yeah. Now, if if you don't go in with that frame of context of how you're viewing it then you probably just think to yourself well, what kind of outlandish out there stuff am i watching and you might want to go back and watch it again i just felt i'd taken away from it what i needed to take away from it um but there's loads of people who are like yeah i don't really like it i'm like how can you not like it like it's like are you not seeing how he's taking the piss out of the world that we live in today like i just think it's amazing that how it comes out of one person's brain so I know he's written. Yeah, that's what I said to somebody. I said somebody wrote. I, was talking, I can't remember what I was talking. I said the one person wrote all of that. Yeah. Because um, I think somebody said, "Oh yeah, you can tell in one of the series that the US took over." I said, "No, no, no, no." I said one person wrote all yeah. of that, and he's English. Charlie Brooker. So Charlie Brooker wrote, wrote that. Charlie Brooker wrote. I think he wrote the first couple with his wife, um, Connie Hake, and Connie Hake was the girl from um, Blue Peter. Blue Peter. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's that's crazy how he's wrote it. But then I think sometimes you get dimension of returns because it's like how much. What else could you come up with? Some of it is just crazy. I think, it, I think Black Mirror is one of those where in five years he could do another series. Yeah. Because in five years there'll be more to take yeah. the piss out of in the world. Um, but you need to have stuff to take the piss out of. And again, if, if you're paying attention to it properly, you will see how he is taking the piss out. I said to somebody in the first one, the first episode is, is so disturbing in the storyline of it, but it's so true in the fact yeah. that we are so tied into TV. We are so tied into the news that we are completely absent-minded of what is going on in the real physical world. And all of them follow that trend. Um, yeah, so I've never actually, I've never gone back and watched it, funny enough. And even when I do, I'm like, I don't, it, I don't get much enjoyment out of them. I tried to watch a couple because I thought, yeah, they were dope episodes. But no, I think I watched the... Um, the thrill-seeking one. I watched, the, I watched the Prime Minister one twice. I watched the... I think I watched the Bees one twice. And I watched the... Um, what's the one with the eyes? Where you can record stuff. Like, where you can... Re- oh, yeah, and you can rewind back. I yeah. can't remember what uh, I watched, that one's called. That one's alright, actually. I watched that twice. And I, and I watched the one with the girl that... And social media one. They had Metalhead in uh, the new one, I know. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what I was saying. That's, yeah. that's what I said to Richard. I was saying that they're all... That some of it's all contained in the same universe, but Richard said that not not all of them are. I'm like, yeah, I think they're most most. Which way, I didn't understand what you said there because we only have one universe. Oh, so you know, like, <laughs> so you know, when you talk about films, right? You know, when you talk about films. So you know, like in and DC and Marvel. Yeah. You have Marvel universes, and then Marvel universes, you have Marvel universes. Yeah. So when I say universe, it means like they're all in the same world. But they're all in the same world. Yeah, yeah they they're are. all in the same world. Yeah, we, yeah we that's, what I, that's what I mean. So when I say it's kind of, I'm just using the Marvel universe or DC. Yeah, universe, yeah. because when you said that, you said like, I was like, well, until until evidence proves conclusively otherwise, we don't, we're not in a multiverse yet. We, we might be, but we haven't been able to prove that. Yeah. Because um, the only one, because I, I point out, and it doesn't, none of them are tied together. But there's only one, which is the museum one, yeah. where it's. Be, you get more out of it if you've watched the other ones and you know what they're referring back yeah. to. But even if you haven't, you don't need to have seen them. Um, so, yeah, I don't even know how we got into the conversation with Black Mirror. Um, what have you watched this week? Oh, yeah, that was... Uh, so, well, reading-wise, I read... I listened to Barack Obama's Dreams of My Father. I didn't like it. wasn't... just wasn't... wasn't for me. Um, I read, it was all, it was I all about that. his life prior to him being president. Yeah. Well, I'm like... I read that like, before. You just, you just had a normal black person's upbringing, yeah. like, so there's nothing... Nothing really. I took from that. I listened to that um, black blackish. I think it is. Um, what well, one? Africa. No, 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 no. Uh, hold on. Oh no, hold on. A woman. 
Afwa. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I, uh, yeah, Afwa Hirsch. Afwa Hirsch um, on race she... identity and belonging. That one actually, I, I quite enjoyed because she went into the the experience growing up of a mixed race woman. Her her dad was white. My mom is white. So there was a lot of that that I could relate to, and that she does say multiple times. She's like, I'm not saying this is the story of all black people, all mixed race people. This is just my, my story. story yeah. So that one I could relate to because she was focused on something. Whereas Obama's one, I was just like. If you wanted to incorporate that into a longer book that has a second part, I think that goes for your presidency, then I get it. But I that one, have you read um, the Audacity of Hope? No, Audacity of Hope is the one about Alexis. So um, there's tells there's dreams of my father, tells my father, and then there's um, Audacity of Hope. Audacity of Hope is more like what he planned to do when he's been president. I won't, I won't get any other future. I only got this one because it was on sales. To be fair, <laughs> um, and then I started listening to Forces of Nature by Brian Cox. Um, okay. It's quite interesting to be fair. I think that was a there was a Boxing Day sale, so I downloaded that. I downloaded Welcome to the Universe, the Astrophysical um, Tour, which has got a couple of people, but Neil deGrasse Tyson was the lead one in that. I downloaded Fool by Randomness, which I've already read, but I didn't have an audio book, and and I do just like re-listening to Nassim Taleb's stuff. Um, so I will listen to those over the re- rest of the week. Um, I'm still still reading the Gulag Capelico mm. and physical form. Because I was thinking myself, why does it take me so long to read a book when I used to read them in like a day? But I used to just read a book and that was all I would do. Whereas now I'm like, when there's so much more for me to take in, it's very difficult to, uh, for me to get through them. And that one is, I mean, it's small, five, 500 pages, small text. Even at some points he gets into smaller text where he's trying to reference on points. So that is a bit of a, I mean, I'm still enthralled by it as a read, but it's just taking longer to get through than normal. Um, and then what else did I watch? I watched, have you seen um, Who Killed Jam Master J? No, I already know the story. I, I read books about it. Yeah, I watched that yesterday. Um, it's kind of messed up, but they still do. It's just kind of messed up when they go into the, the background story of him and how much he gave back. And like, there was no re- there was no, no badness about him. Um, so I watched that and I think that was, that was it. Did I, watch, I think I watched another film this week or I attempted to watch another film, which was awful. So I just... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I stopped watching that because I, I put I turned on something and I was thinking I'll watch this because I just want something to not think about what's the ones with the bloody vampires in it the vampires and the lichens mm? Underworld Underworld yes and it was Underworld Blood Wars and I was like I just don't want to pay attention to anything so I thought let me put this on and I got 10 minutes in I was like this is so bad this is just, just so bad but they're all bad I, I, don't, I don't understand how to keep making them I don't understand how they keep making it. I'm like, this is so, so bad. Like, yeah. I think I watched the first one. And like I don't think I watched Evil. the second one. And then there have been other ones since that. Yeah, I, I think people just like seeing Kate Beckinsale in tight, tight leather PVC. Yeah, well, I can't, I can't knock that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Other than laughs> but that. there's only so much you can make yeah, out of that, they're, right? They're really bad. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm just on a bit of a Netflix documentary binge. I'm, I'm running out of them, to be honest. Um, yeah. How about you? What have you been watching? I haven't. Oh, what did I watch? I watched Black Mirror. I haven't really been watching stuff. I've been busy with photography, so I've been shooting. Uh, I've been looking at, I've been like, studying photography and studying things. I've been consuming with UFC as well this week because of um, John Jones and um, the man in his fault. What well, did you make of the whole thing with, oh yeah, because there was a couple, there was a couple, oh, too uh, many, Joe, Joe too, Diaz on, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, too many, too many armchair scientists. Um, the thing is, right, so, the only study that's been done on oral to runnable so all to animal, the only benefit it gives you allows you to build lean muscle so people are saying that it helps him be um, have more cardio people say that it helps him um, be able to 
They don't know what they don't know. But the framing of this discussion is that they, they, they found traces of it yeah. in his blood yeah. now, didn't they? Because that was why they but had they, to move it from Vegas to yeah. where, was it Nevada. Nevada. Okay. So they went from the area Vegas to LA. So they went from Vegas yeah. to LA. So yeah, um, people. There's so many armchair scientists, and it's and, and it's very reminiscent of count of council culture. Um, yeah. And then uh, when they had Jeff Nowitzki on it, and a lot of people didn't watch it because they don't believe okay. Jeff Nowitzki what he's saying. But the only person that's done actual research on that oral trinable is Gregory from Icarus. So you know the, the Russian yeah, scientist. Yeah. yeah, he said that oral trinable could stay in the system for eight up to eighteen months. Um, there's no there's no evidence that Jones um, ingested any trinable since he was found guilty for it in in July. And it's a pic- picogram, and a picogram is fifty eight is fifty eight times. Divided fifty eight times as a grain of fifty eight million of, uh, of a grain of salt, salt right? Grain of salt. And, and Joe made a good point because I didn't realize that Jeff Novitsky one was up yet. I'm going to listen to it later yeah. because he kept talking about it. But I was like, "Where are you going to put it up?" Um, I was just saying it was up on the twenty seventh, so yeah. I'll listen to that. But he made a good point. He's like, "There's they are developing their tests all the time." Yeah. So the tests that were there twelve months ago, because Joe Diaz was questioning, "Well, hold on, if he got tested six months ago, then they should have found it then." But Joe was making a good point. Like, well, no, because and imagine you, your tests do you have to develop to be able to find something that is so 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 tiny yeah. in you. I, I I haven't seen. I know we won last night, but I haven't seen what people have made from that on. But what what media. what Jones what John Jones, I was fighting. What John Jones has he has fight he has fighters IQ. He's got an exceptionally high fighters IQ. What he does he doesn't beat people by outpacing them. He doesn't beat people by far being faster than them. He beats people by outthinking them. That's what that's what he does. He just, every time he fights someone, he fights them the first time. He might be a bit close. Second time, it's not close at all because of. He's like he's like Mayweather. Mayweather fought Man- Mandana. The first time was a bit close. Mandana hit him a few times. Second time he just blew him out, blew him out. Same thing when he fought Canelo, blew him out. Same thing John Jones. He, he fights someone. He finds your skills. He finds your weak points, and he beats you that way. The problem is, is because he's been done for drugs. It will always take away from. The, the, it's a testament to him that people still follow and believe in him so much, despite the numerous yeah, tribulations he's gone through. But no, and the reason I say it is because it's a shame because he is just and Joe goes for it all the time. But he is just a specimen. I mean, yeah. this is a guy who used to go and get trashed and then fuck <laughs> people up, Next day. like straight up yeah. mess them up. Um, and so you imagine if he, I mean if he didn't do that he might have been a different fight but he's just he's just naturally a brilliant fighter he's yeah. just got that yeah. so I don't think he ever so and the, the steroids he's got one of those and and look speaking openly black guys have a good metabolism to help them to develop a good physique yeah. anyway so I don't think that the steroids give him anything particular because it's not like he used to go five rounds yeah. and then but my thing with get people in my thing with Jones is that I don't think he's a cheat. I think he's irresponsible. I think his biggest thing is that he he likes to go party. He likes to take he used to take cocaine. Cocaine's cut with a lot of things. Cocaine's cut with creatine. Creatine, a lot of times when you cut creatine, um, creatine's mixed in um, in in bat in, va- in fast batches where they sometimes can be contaminated with other other things. Trinable is one of them. So um, I th- I think the first time he was caught for drugs, steroids, it was in a dick pill. He fa- they found a dick pill the second time. I don't think he cheats. I think he's an idiot. I just, that's my yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I think I, you, I, you, you, but even when you listen to, it, I, I just think he's, he's, he's had this skill thrust upon him. Yeah, and like he just, I, 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 he's a very bizarre story. Like he, he would be a good biography yeah. to have, right? But I don't think he could sit down long enough to tell to talk people through it. He spoke. Um, he spoke to Joe Rogan, and when you spoke when you spoke to Joe Rogan, you found you just found him that he's highly ignorant. Like when Joe Rogan said, "Have you spoke? Have you ever spoke to a sports psychologist before?" Because of like you need to look, you sound like you need a sports psychologist, and he was like, 
No, I just no, have, it sounds like he needs a psychologist yeah, straight up. Yeah, I, I just have God. And it's like, well, a sports psychologist will actually help you because if you, the reason I think the, one of your issues is, is that because you're so good, you get bored and you want to party because you want some excitement in your life. Um, I don't think a sports psychologist would help him. But it's quite funny because when you talk, he's just openly talking about all this stuff. And when they say, Joe's kind of, what? You went and got fucked up like yeah. the whole week running up to it. It's like, yeah, but yeah. for him, this is, this is what I do. Yeah. But, but I do think that that is something that anybody in life faces is you're always looking for the next area of excitement. It's the same thing that came up on the Tyson Fury podcast because Joe Rogan was always was always worried when Tyson would get to, when he asked him about it and he's like, oh yeah, well, when I win this, I might just fall back into it. He's like, no, 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 don't let that happen. But that happens to people. When you reach an accolade, it's like, what do you do after that? They're yeah. always looking for the next thing. Yeah. All right, guys. That's the last podcast of the year. I hope you guys have a happy new year. Like always, we say today's at the beginning of the podcast, but towards the end, um, Rate us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and all other podcast apps, and share us with all your friends. We are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, and we are on Twitter, The Light Podcast. Anything you want to say, Ben? No, no, just have a good new year, people. Stay safe, drink responsibly, all that uh, responsible and growing up stuff I should be saying to you. <laughs> and uh, we will speak to you in 2019. All right, peace, guys.